What's going on, guys? This is Jack Freeman, the host of the Jack of All Trades podcast. Uh, before we get into this episode with my man Slim Thug, uh, I want to give, I want to just keep pubbing and, and, and talk to you guys about some of the stuff we got, I got going on. Uh, New Orleans, November, I mean, uh, February 24th at the Ace Hotel. That's going to be the Hugh Bynola showcase, uh, show that I do, uh, my residency show. Uh, March, we're going to do South by Southwest. Maybe me and Vicka might pop out there and, and start doing some, uh, you know, do some podcasts out there in the trailer. Uh, maybe so. We'll see. But um, got that coming up. Uh, um, working on my album. That's almost uh, that's almost done. What you guys can do is uh, contribute to my crates website. Uh, if you go to uh, the freemanbrand.com and uh, reserve a copy of my last album on vinyl. Uh, it's a company that that works kind of like um, kind of like GoFundMe. You reserve your copy of the album. Once we hit a certain unit uh, goal, then the, the the albums get pressed up, and it takes six to eight weeks to get it out to you guys. Um, so you you basically reserve your copy at the price of the album. Uh, the 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 vinyl is thirty five dollars. So uh, if you want to do that, go ahead and and check that out. That's over at thefreemanbrand.com. Also, uh, subscribe to my Patreon account. Patreon is a thing for creators that allows their fan base to pay a subscription monthly and it allows them, it allows the creators to generate a certain type of income to continue to create the things that they create. Um, with the subscription, we'll be doing, um, uh, once we get video in here, we'll, we'll do video, we'll do behind the scenes video um performance videos of stuff you know when i got new songs out and all that stuff or maybe we'll give away some merch we'll do some jack of all trades merch maybe we'll do it with 75th canal uh a nice little collab and um you know uh, we'll do giveaways and, and and things of that nature um so um check out the patron um the patreon website um uh, subscribe you do different tiers of subscriptions uh the lowest subscription is five dollars you get you know a lot of the, uh, the the cool stuff that we got going on. and um, So check that out. Uh, we'll get into that more as we start to build uh, more listeners and stuff like that. Um, also, a big shout out to the Brooklyn Athletic Club. We really appreciate you guys' hospitality. Um, um, one of these days, we might have to do a live show or something like that and, uh, and uh, you know, show back up and do a meet and greet, you know, with the people that listen and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Ah, oh, what else? What else do I have? What else do I have? Man, the conversation with Slim Thug was was amazing, man. He dropped a lot of jewels. He dropped them on me. Um, you know, stuff that I needed to hear and uh things that I think you guys would need to uh would have to hear as well. We talk about we talk a lot about mental health. Uh we talk a lot about um um coming up on the north side. Uh we both north side us ourselves. I grew up in Inwood, he grew up right down the street. Um in Oaks and Wood and all that kind of stuff. So the North Side man, we we heavy represented this uh today. Um the early days of the Swisher House. We talk about his new album, uh, The World Is Yours. We talk about some of his influences with uh, uh, uh guys like Jay Prince and um um people like that. Um man, we had a great conversation, man, and and uh I can't wait for you guys to hear it. So without further ado, we're about to get into the show and we're gonna jam. Holla. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Not even live, but we here at the Brooklyn Athletic Club. I had some bomb ass wings, so uh, <laughs> you need to go get those uh, whenever you come here. The Buffalo wings is live. The sweet chili wings is live. The barbecue wings is live. Uh, today we're not in the trailer, but uh, we outside enjoying this brisk weather. It's kind of cold though, on low key. But uh, today though, <clears throat> I got a special guest. Well, all my guests are special, but. Today, we bringing it back to the north side. We done went with Beaumont with Todd. We was with uh, we was in in A Leaf with 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 Tubo. We was in Chicago and Nigeria last week with with, with Sean. Today, we bringing it to the north side of Houston. Uh, H Town legend, uh, the first rapper on the show. We got my man, the Mister Slim Thug. What it do? What it do, people? going on with you man i'm here man what's good man you know we 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 out here we trying to get like you (laughs) y'all looking good man look cool i like y'all y'all uh y'all gig i say i got the trailer now that yeah we got the trailer and uh we got dj prolific in the building shout out to dj prolific he's uh the editor basically the producer of the podcast um He's got his own store, man. The 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 trailer when you see it, like it don't do it no justice. You he he gonna show you pictures of it in a second. Yeah. It don't do it no justice. It's like he just took the trailer and took it to like pin my ride and got that shit done. Like built a whole store in the in in the trailer. Yeah. And um. Oh yeah, that's dope. Yeah, man, it's super dope. He this got the his trailer. Yeah. Oh, that's super lit. And he bro. just he just hitch it on the back of the truck. That's pull up, dope. And um, you know. I got, like that, man. Got an AC in the in, in that bitch. So, so <laughs> send me the, send me pictures of this, bro. This is a this is crazy. Yeah, this man. is not the truck still. Am I in the store now? That you in the store? Yeah. Uh, that's the truck though. That's the trailer. Yeah. Wow. You walk in. That's what it look like. Got that's glass so door cool. on it. All that stuff. It's live, that's man. Dope. It's live. And so uh, we just pull up here at Brooklyn Athletic Club and and, and do our thing. That's live. You know what I mean, so um. But y'all hug me because I'm the rapper and put me out on the bench. Yeah, just man, you know, we had to kind of hug you because okay. <laughs> I ain't think you was going to come. I ain't think you was going to come. He, <laughs> he hey, serious, you know how many bro? times he told me to remind him? I hit him, <laughs> I hit him at 12 today. I said, all right, 7 o'clock today. Yeah. He say, remind me at 530. I was 12 minutes late, man. <laughs> you was. You that was. bad. 12 not minutes late. Not bad at all, man. You I wasn't a rapper a, late. You know what happened? It's just, man, I don't stop, bro. I really need to go home and take a nap right now. It's like, um... I've been running around, like I tell you all day, you know, mm-hmm. doing all that. Then I get to the studio, you know, and I sit down for a second, and Kiki in there working. And Kiki sent me a record about just a month ago. Last night. He said, yeah, right. We <laughs> were just talking about it. So he sent me a record about a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. And um, I ain't never do it. You know, I was like, oh, man, I missed it. You know, I forgot to uh, 
do that record or whatever. You know, yeah. you just get caught up. I don't be in the studio a lot. If I be in the studio, I be in the studio at Gavin them. So I don't be really, yeah. you know. So I missed that. I had to make sure I made that up for, for the done. So I yeah. had knocked that out for him right quick. Yeah. That's why I was even 12 minutes late because I was ready, kid. Yeah, yeah, I feel you, But man. we got it done. We definitely And we got here, it and then I got another podcast after this. Yeah. Hours. You got the, the, the Connect. The Connect. Got to connect, check out man. the Connect podcast for sure, man. Got OG Shot. Got uh, OG Shot, Rico. Rico and uh, and you got damn Young Sam. Young Sam. <laughs> yeah, and then we be having special guests on there. Check us out. The yeah. Connect. The connect, man. We we might need to start a a a, a podcast network. We do. And we was just talking about it, man. We was just talking about it the other day. Man. Yeah, man. We got to do that. We definitely got to do yeah, that. We right. we independent. We can do what we want to right, do. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what we need to do, man. So like, how how I like to uh, start my my podcast is I always like to ask people like mainly like how they doing, where they heads at, where they you know how they been feeling. You I know. feel different right now, bro. Honestly, yeah. like in life, I never felt like I feel right now. Like I feel anxiety now. I never wow. felt anxiety you know in my what? life, kid. Man, that's like, so real, dog. That's <laughs> it's so crazy, bro. Like I never even felt that type of. But I see people doing. I be like, what the fuck you talking about? Like you tripping? Like I ain't having no panic attacks and no shit. Yeah. But if it, I just feel stressed out. Yeah. And I think it's just. Um, I think it's me just trying to overthink certain shit, you know, and trying to control. You know, that's that's just what it is. Yeah, man. I I, you know, anxiety is like. And I was going to ask you that, too, man, because, like, you seem, like, always really level and real chill about everything. Yeah. And it and don't nothing. Like, I ain't never seen you just get super live about nothing. Like, yeah. super mad or super. I don't. And you, I don't see you. And I don't ever see you get super low about nothing either. Yeah. Either so I, I just always, um, I was like, man, I, I was wondering, like, do we ever feel anxiety or, like, that depression that come in or, or anything like that? This is the first time I ever felt. A feeling, a feeling like that, like, and it's just because it's so much transition in my life right now. It's like, okay, as a rapper and 20, 20 years in the game, I want to know what the, what I'm, I'm gonna do after this. You know, I haven't mm -hmm. figured that out all the way. Right. So that's the that's the turning point. It's like I'm at that level. I've been doing this twenty years. I'm gonna keep rapping forever because I love rapping and, and I know I'm gonna make money off of it, so it's good. Right. But at the end of the day, I don't want my I don't want it to stop at rapping. But you know, right. I want to do something. I want to be great at something else. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I want to. I but I don't really know exactly mm -hmm. what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? That I want to do as much or love as much as I love being a rapper. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So you got that. That's what my mind at right now is like trying to map all that. Out. And it came because okay, we got last year okay I, i've been working on this album the world is yours mm -hmm. the last year or two so that was my purpose i guess you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. let me work on this album i finished my album mm -hmm. i've been working on old schools all last year yeah. i finished the old school yeah, my old yeah, school's yeah. done yeah so it's like now and then now <laughs> i'm working out like and we be missing work like that was the only thing i had on the schedule is going to the gym every day Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everything else is so scattered. You don't know what's going to happen. It's yeah. random. Everything. And as artists, that happens a lot. It happens as yeah. an artist. You don't have no solid, you A lot know, of people don't I'm really single. understand that. Okay, so yeah. chicks I was I was dating, mm -hmm. you know, it's get to the point where it's time for a relationship. We ain't connecting, you know, it's like, so mm -hmm. it's missing that. Then you got, I'm done with these projects, so I don't mm -hmm. really have what I'm going to do. Then we, the gym. Milton might have a, a security job to do. We ain't never had to miss no gym. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, it was yeah. always there. <laughs> yeah. That was my schedule. I knew for sure, man, I got to go to the gym. So now it's like, 
I'm in a transition spot where it's just so much stuff changing to where I'm trying mm-hmm. to figure it out. Like, what's the next move? Yeah, man. I I um I read this quote with Kobe, and uh, Kobe Bryant was saying, uh, when he dies, if the best thing he's ever done in his life was play basketball, then he wasted his whole life. Yeah, for real. That's and he, not. <laughs> and, and we talking about a man. He five champions cha- right. championships. He's done things that that like the majority of people in the world can never even imagine doing. But at the end of the day, when you look back at it, how fulfilled are you? How fulfilled are you? Like Alpha being a rapper, you know, it was cool. I was getting money doing our list, but it 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 ruined so many relationships. It stopped you. You miss out on so much. You miss out on being all the regular person stuff, all the you know, kicking it with your people all the time and doing all this here because you always working, you always gone, you always missing this and missing that. You yep. know what I'm saying? So yep. it's a lot you lose being in the game. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and people don't realize that really real life, even coming from me, a person who was money driven most of my life, mm-hmm. the most important thing is like the family, the friends, the people around you who if you get hurt who going you know who going to pick you up right, who going right. to take care of you if you take a L like who going mm-hmm. you know who going to be there for you you know and then it, when you trying to get in the game of being when you get in the game of being successful mm-hmm. especially for a long time everybody depends on you mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so what happens when they can't depend on you or uh, who do you depend on right 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 you know what i'm saying <laughs> so yeah, it's man. like it's a lot to think about, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's a lot of stress that come with that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just got to be ready for it. But at the same time, like I say, it's me. I'm still good, but I'm starting to think about that. Like, dang, what am I going to do next mm-hmm. when I'm 60? I don't want to be, you know, working for nobody after being the boss my whole life. No. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So you got to get serious about it. You're trying it. to clock in for nobody at 60. You got to get 60. serious you about it, man. You've done too much. So, it's yeah. It's, exactly. It's, yeah. That's what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to. Like, you got to think about it. Do um, <clears throat> when you, when you in a in a, I guess not necessarily a bad place, but like when you feeling a certain type of way, or when uh, you had those times where finances aren't where they where you want them to be, um, or you just need some game from somebody. Who do you talk to? That's a good question. That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of people come to talk to me. So when it comes yeah. to me talking to somebody, that's another thing. You like, yeah. who am I talking to for real life advice? Mm-hmm. I don't have I ain't never met my daddy in my life. Like I don't even that's know crazy. how he looked. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even seen a picture. So it's wow. like I'm the daddy of the family. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like Yeah. And then even that with with that, you lose so much game from not having that other side around, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, to give you that man game. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a young 17 when I started rapping and my family started depending on me. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like, uh, it's so much missing information in my life. You know what I'm saying? So much missing information. And then you don't have that side of the family, you know, to uh, deal with or whatever. But at the same time, I got my brother's daddy who I I treat, I I even call um, my brothers, you know, they ain't, we ain't blood brothers, but we blood brothers for real to me. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, I got them and I let them, but at the end of the day, then you start thinking like I'm a player. I've been out here all these years playing around. Like you know, mm-hmm. I ain't got no wife or nothing. You know, <clears throat> right. so it's like I got kids, but I ain't got no wife. I got my mama. 
mm-hmm. and that's it. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's, it's a, all that. What it, you get to a point where I'm 37, I'm like, man, I, I need to quit playing. I need to start really building. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm building as as a hustler and mm-hmm. you know financially building, but I need to build more mm-hmm. on a family, you know, on a friendship type of thing. I got mm-hmm. my my crew who they there for me. You know, whatever I can go talk to them about anything. The boss life mm-hmm. team, but you know, right. you still need more than that. Right, like I, you know, it's crazy because <clears throat> I hear a lot of that from people like you know, um, people that really didn't have a dad around. Like, like, cause that's who I talk to. My dad has right. always been around, and uh, who really likes your album, by the way. He, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so my dad is uh, he he's about to be sixty eight, and yeah. so uh, he's retired now. He's just chilling, doing his thing, and um, game. He gave you so much, oh, so much man, game, so much, and it's a lot of stuff that I would have never even tried doing. Had he not said, oh, no, nah, I tried that, and, you know, it helped me a lot. So, yeah. like, one of the things was um, I started going to therapy last year. Yeah. And just, like, getting a lot, because I hold a lot of stuff in. Yeah. And so I don't really get a chance to, like. They've been trying to get me to go to therapy. Man, you should try it. You really I'm should down. try it. I try it, but I just don't, I don't know how really I can keep it with people, you know what I'm saying? Even, Man, well, well, the thing about it is. I got to be able to have somebody I can, you know. Right. And, yeah. and, and, and the thing about, about therapy is that. Those people, they're not, they're legally not even allowed to share that information with you. It's like going to the doctor when your knee fucked up. Right. If, you know, they can't go out and tell them, hey, man, he came in the other day, he had high blood pressure. He can't, they can't do it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So they can't even tell you, like, you know, if you have certain, what what they do, though, is that, like, if you ever get too low and you ever get too um, down on yourself and you, and they, could they start asking you like, do you ever feel like harming yourself? You know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of stuff. They and and that is when they have to mm-hmm. actually report it because yeah. if you go home and Those and off yourself, things. then yeah, it, it when they could have stopped it, it's 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 an ethical thing for them. Yeah. But other than that, though, I mean, an hour of just like an hour of Vin, of, of just venting. This and, is like that to me right now. You know, just talking. I do this with everybody though. I'm yeah. not, I'm an open person. Like I ain't you know. <clears throat> Whatever yeah. I'm going through, I see it. I ain't scared, you know. Right. I know that's where information come from, and then people say, "Hey, man, I've been through that too." Yeah, man. I, I mean, I tried so many new things last year because, like, I'm I'm a natural athlete. Like, yeah. I played ball my whole life. I played football my whole life. Ran track, all that kind of stuff. And so, um, but music was always something I could do. Like, I always knew I could sing. And so I just started doing it. And everything that I've done has just been like, I think I could do that. And then I just yeah. did it, right? Yeah. So last year was like a whole year of me trying things that I knew I wasn't going to be good at at first. Right. So I knew I wasn't going to be good at therapy because I don't really like talking about my problems. You know right. what I'm saying? I knew I wasn't going to be good at boxing, so I got in there and, and started doing it. Right. And teaching my body to do something completely different. Yoga was another thing. Mm-hmm. Yoga, I'm like, man, I know I'm not going to be no good at this. Yeah. But it's like a, it's a, yoga's kind of like a, a safe place too because nobody's in there looking at you and being like, that nigga's trash at, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he, he ain't flexible at all. He's, he's sorry, you know, because everything, uh, what I learned was like through all of that stuff, everything was about breathing. Yeah. Everything is about breathing. So like when you get, when you feel like your anxiety kind of ramping up a little bit, like I got this Apple watch and they got an app on there called the breathe app. I see that. And, and you, every once in a while. yeah. And you can go up to five minutes of just breathing for yeah. five minutes. And it, and it, you'd be surprised because I'm, I'm a person. I, 
my mind runs so much yeah. that I, I talk in my sleep. Yeah. And um, the other day, actually, a few weeks ago, I actually got up. Wow. And, like, went, and I don't know where I was going, but I got up, and I went to the bathroom, and I was like, I'm about to go outside. Whoa. And so, like, that's what I'm thinking in my head. Wow. Yeah. And um, I had to, like, I, you know, um, somebody caught me. They was like, hey, what are you doing? It was like 3 o'clock in the morning. That's crazy. And I looked at the clock, and I was like, and I just went. I just went back to sleep. <laughs> I, I went, laid on the bed. But so it's because my brain works so much. Exactly. And, it, and I can't get it to stop a lot of times. So what I learned was that when I meditate or when I breathe in some type of way at the before I go to sleep, my sleep is a lot more peaceful. And I don't have as many bad dreams. I don't I have. Was, uh, well, you know, I'm going to keep it real. I smoke. Yeah, yeah. I don't even dream. I don't even remember having dreams, fool. Like, I can't remember dreaming. Wow. That's crazy. See, I, I don't ever remember none of, of my smoke. dreams, but I know I have them. Right. I don't rem- Well, maybe that's what it is. Maybe <clears throat> yeah. I just don't remember them. But I can't remember dreaming, bro. Like, I don't remember dreaming. Man, I have, like, but my I dreams I think are- it's because of the, you know, I smoke before I yeah. go to sleep every night. But at the end, that too, though, like, um, even I had tried to, uh, I got a sleeping problem. I go to sleep early because I wake up early. Like, I wake up right. at five in the morning and no matter how late you go to sleep you still no wake matter, up at five i wake up at five in the morning yeah. and be up so then at night i'm tired you know what i'm saying so i go to sleep by 10 11 or you know whatever mm-hmm. wake up at three can't go back to sleep you know i go through all that there. i think that's a part of the problem right now too i don't get enough sleep but. yeah man it's 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 crazy uh that we've been talking no, about it because crazy. i'm because like all of this stuff is like culminating into this because like i've i didn't been through the ringer in the past right. <laughs> year or so so like um it it's crazy because like i do have the I, I just feel like my dreams are just so loud yeah and even like my daydreams like i just be thinking about certain stuff and i realized that my thoughts and my in the my like i really have to watch it my thoughts end up becoming something yeah you know what i'm saying like i like it's scary. It's real scary because I'm like, I'll say something and then it'll happen to me yeah. a day later or <laughs> a year later. And I'm like, and it don't even really feel like, like how people say they psychic or whatever. Yeah, I don't really even feel that way. I just feel like, like the energy you put out is going to be the energy, energy you that you get, get back. Right. And so when I realized like, like when I was, when I was younger, I said, man, one day I'm going to be in a Spike Lee movie. I just love Spike Lee. Uh, I was like, I'm going to be in a Spike Lee movie. I'm going to be in a Quentin Tarantino movie. I didn't know how it was going to happen. I didn't know what was going to happen. I don't even act like that. Like, I'm I'm trying to get into it now. But, like, I don't know. I submitted a song for them last year. And three months later, they was like, yo, we're going to use your song that's dope. For, for the Spike Lee show. So I'm like, yo, like, how is this even working? And so, and then I had to, like, calm myself down because I'm like, man, you know, the stuff that you say, good and bad, ends up happening to you. Right. And so if you, if you think that. you can if you think you think can manifest something that's positive, you can also manifest something that's negative. Exactly. So when you get into, like, a super dark place, which I've been in in some places sometimes, 
Like, you can really work your way into that. Exactly. And get <laughs> and, caught up in that. And, yeah. And so, you know, what I've also learned about, like, anxiety and, and depression is that, like, uh, somebody was saying that, like, can't you remember who said it, but it was like, you know, depression is kind of like a, a a result of some of the things that you're, like, going through at the moment. And anxiety is about stuff that you don't even know is going to happen yet. <laughs> it hasn't yeah. happened yet. But right. you just worried about what's going to happen next when, like, you know, like how people get in the car and be like, man, what, what, what if you get in a wreck? What if you get in a wreck? I'm like, man, we right. ain't even out the driveway yet. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it. But you got to calm yourself down. And you got to slow your, your your breathing down. Man, I'm glad we had that talk, man. That's, that's that, real. That's yeah, that's, that's, that that's was, crazy. That, that is a good talk, but that's but that's just like what you're saying. I feel the same <clears> way, though, also. I feel like I always tell people I'm a psychic psychiatrist. That's what I am. Yeah. <laughs> I say I'm a psychic psychiatrist because I tell you, I, I swear everything, like you're saying, I predict stuff. And I say, like, uh, it just be random stuff. And I do it on the gram. You'll see me saying stuff and, you know, just to be funny. Yeah. About watch these girls be walking around with see-through clothes on. Yeah, yeah. A couple months. <laughs> Man, it'll happen. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I'm it's going like, to happen. Yeah. Watch. So it's like I do that all day to my people. Mm-hmm. We in the studio last night. And it's just everything I say, it just line up somehow. Mm-hmm. So we in there, we doing a song. how draped up, dripped out. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know. I see it on my timeline, and I'm like, look, you know what I'm saying? Mm, like, Because yeah. Gavin telling man, take that part out. I say, look at this. Yeah. Why are they writing this right now? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Then next day, I'm in the studio with Kiki talking about it. It's like, yeah. you see what I'm saying? How all that just came together. Like, yeah. well, And we having a, a conversation about, uh, man, you know, running from Houston culture. I'm like, man, you know, yeah. we need to represent this. And they like, man, we tired of the draped up, dripped out and all this. And get you know Gavin and B down, they be joking yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like that happens often to me though. With 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 the same thing you saying, I've been to predict or something. But yeah, I'm still Joel Osteen Thugger to where I'm the most positive person, and I think everything will be good. Yeah. But and I ain't even really, I don't even know if it's anxiety. I'm diagnosing myself. You know what I'm saying? No, it's, it's probably people, anxiety though. Right, it's probably yeah, it's some I, real. Just because I see people. I know this girl. I used to be like, man, you tripping, like, cause she'll go in a full panic attack. Like, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, you ain't even nothing wrong, and I couldn't understand it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if, if that's what this about, like showing me what it is or what. But I understand it now. I get it. You know. Yeah. What I learned about it was that, like, when it comes to like, cause all of it falls under mental health, and so like, when you you got your people that are having that have those extreme anxiety attacks, or like or like have been depressed their entire lives and you yeah. got those extremes. And so you look at your problems and then you trivialize your own right mental health because somebody else got exactly. it worse. Exactly. But it can't be uh it can't be ignored. Because yeah. even cause like we see it out like and I hate to even bring it up, but <clears throat> I didn't know Mug was was right having that type of Me problem. That's you know what, what I'm mean? Saying. The last time I talked to Mug and for those that don't know, Mug is a, 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 a rapper. Used to be with Boss Hog uh, back in the day. Uh, he he passed away like 2013 yeah. or something like that. I don't remember. What and um, he um, he committed suicide. And um, and I know you were way closer to him than Man. I was. And last time I talked to him, he called me because you know he you know he always changes numbers. Mm-hmm. And so that's one thing I miss about him because every few months he changes number. You like what yeah, the fuck exactly. You know? And so, <laughs> but it was just funny because he he just always changed the number. So we. We had a uh, uh, Gavin them old spot uh, in Acres home. Yeah, and um, 
I remember J-Dog was in there, too. And uh, I said, man, how you doing, man? How everything going? Man, I just got off that lean a week ago. Who did? Uh, Mug. Oh, Mug. He said, man, yeah. I just got off that lean, that lean a week ago. I'm like, I'm like, for real? He's like, yeah, man. It's hard though, bro. <laughs> yeah, he say it's hard, man, cause I, he say cause it's, it 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 tastes good and it's just so addictive, man. And I'm just trying to, but like you really don't know what type of problems be because a few months later, I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, what? What happened? Yeah. And you know, I'll be trying to tell people that like when people telling you stuff, you gotta listen. You gotta really, really listen because you know, if somebody said, man, I don't feel right. <laughs> yeah. Or I don't, you know, I'm just not really in the mood right now. You know what I mean? Like, not saying that everything got to stop and everybody got to call the ambulance and all that kind of stuff, but. Be words of encouragement to people. Man. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you got to give when you don't have it sometimes. And yeah. even when you give, it's like giving your energy, giving your time, giving your uh, a little bit of affirmation to some people. Exactly. And, and, um, and not trivializing their, their thoughts because the one thing, that's why I asked you who you have to talk to because when you got money and when people perceive that you're rich yeah <laughs> like no like nobody's gonna listen to that Nobody. nobody's gonna be like man they're gonna be like man bro you you tripping they you just got a new car great. you got a new house you you this and that blah man, blah what you I got to worry you, about that's, that's like you know and i'm from both sides everybody know i'm from the hood you know uh -huh. everybody in the city know i'm from the hood when i was in the hood i never had stress like i have these days of trying to maintain success a lot of people say they were happier when they you know was broke because you have so many less responsibilities you got to pay just your regular bills which ain't that expensive you know what i'm saying right, right right you know so but when you get money you mo you're not just responsible for your bills you're responsible for mama you're responsible mm -hmm. for so many so much more you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying and i know people in the hood got to take care of their mama too or whatever but mm -hmm. i'm just saying it gets the 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 money the the price of all of that gets higher and you know what i'm saying because when people think you have something Exactly. They they just like, oh, you got it, bro. They you think, you they know, think I'm just yeah. the richest dude in the world. I'd be like, man, I'd be out here. I have slow much just like y'all. And I only move and do stuff in a certain way. Like yeah. if, if it's slow up, I slow up. Mm -hmm. You know, if it go up, I go up. You know, that's how I do it. But That's funny because uh, uh, Charles Barkley was talking about Michael Jordan yeah. years ago. It was like on Oprah or something like that. And he said that um, when we go out to dinner, I always take the bill. Because Michael got way more money than me. And so he said, Michael got way more money than me. He said, I always pay the bill, though, because there's so many people that want to cling to Michael Jordan. Because mm -hmm. it's Michael Jordan. Right. And there's so many people that probably always got their hand out. And he he was like, me and him, real friends. So Imagine I don't that. ever want to feel like, you know, I'm uh, just hanging on to him because he's Michael Jordan. Right. And he was like, I always take the bill. He's yeah. saying no matter where we at, I just I take the bill we have with it, no matter how low or high it is. He said sometimes we got to fight because <laughs> he want to take the bill, but I want to take the bill for him. And and and, and that's crazy because like when you when you looking at when you looking at people that are successful or uh or even perceived as successful, it's not a lot to uh it's not a lot of people to talk to and when I you get there because a lot of people don't really um understand what you're going through and a lot of the people that are just as successful or more successful than you really ain't got a lot of time exactly so <laughs> you know what i mean like they it ain't even it's like lonely. yeah you, it's lonely, super man. long and i was telling my cousin that my um my little cousin's a freshman at um at a no sophomore at george ranch she plays basketball and i was telling her one day i was like you know um greatness is going to be the loneliest journey of your life exactly because 
no none of the people around you are actively trying to be great. Exactly. Like maybe one other person. <laughs> but nobody's trying to go through the things that you go through. Nobody's going to them workouts with you. When you work out, it's just you. It's just me. <laughs> when you going out there and you trying to be the best basketball player in your life, things get like people going to fall off. All that right. kind of shit. And you're not going to it's not a whole lot of people you can talk to. And your parents not even going to be able to relate to that a lot of times. Oh, man, you can't. <laughs> my mama ain't got no clue or nothing. She told yeah. me to get a wife. <laughs> she told you to get a wife. Get a wife. You I say, mama. You, you need to get I, you Because I come home, man. You know, my house. I think I might need to paint my house, too. I'm painting back white. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like the black house, right, though. I, I love the black house, but it's just so dark in there, bro. Like, yeah. really, you walk in that house, like, and then when you got a, a bigger house, it's even more quiet and yeah, even yeah. more dark, yeah. you know. And they, they hug my mom and my son. They weirdos. They go straight to their room they and they the just room and don't they, come out. They so, hermit you know, crabs. When I come home, you ain't coming home to, you know, uh, kids running up to you. Uh, you know, just yeah, anything yeah. going on. It's just like I gotta walk to walk through an empty house to my room that's all black. You know, and what it's saying? just you and it's just me in there. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like that type of stuff. And then you start thinking like, man. Dang, so what am, what am I doing all this for? If something happened to me, who am I going to give all this to? Like, what is all this? You know, you got to think about all that, Yeah, man. yeah, It's crazy, man. man. That's, yeah. It's just a lot of that. But but at the end of the day, it's just something that, it, like I say, it's just about staying busy to me, I think. Mm-hmm. And and knowing, know, having direction. You right. know what I'm saying? That's what it's, it's more about having direction. Because mm-hmm. when you got direction, like, I had to line up my year. I had to say, okay, well, now let me, this is my 20th year in the game. Let me mm-hmm. do a 20-year album and then, you yeah. know, do some other stuff on the rap side because that's what my main pay is. Mm-hmm. We over here building houses. We doing that on the side. Like, so I'm good. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I don't I don't love that like I love rapping. Right, right, right. You know right, what I'm right. saying? It's cool, but. You got to find another passion. I need a passion. I need. Yeah. I need. I need something. To, something that's gonna make me want to get up and do this, and, and you know, some I'ma enjoy doing. Also, yeah. When my when my dad retired, he uh, everybody was saying you're gonna get bored. You're not gonna right. have nothing to do. You're gonna want to come back to work. You're gonna try to get another job. And my dad was like, "Hell no, <laughs> I'm done." Yeah. And he went, picked up a camera, started. You know, getting more into photography because he was always into it. He likes art. He can draw. He can do all that. Cause he, my dad was an engineer. Um, but this photography thing, like, he and he don't even do it so that somebody can pay him. He yeah. do it because he just like doing it. Exactly. And it's just a hobby for him, and he and it's just a passion of his, and, and, and he enjoys it, and he's, you know, he's always teaching himself how to do stuff on Photoshop and how to do all this kind of stuff. And um, it's, it's uh, great to see him doing that because – a lot of people do retire and they get bored. Exactly. That's how I feel. <laughs> I've been in the game 20 years of rapping. Like, I just need more passion. I don't really have no hobbies. I don't yeah. hoop. All I do is work out, you know what I'm right, saying, yeah. and work, you know, for the most part. I just need more hobbies and, you know, more stuff to do. Yeah. So how you feel about the album? Man, I love the album, too. And that's another thing, too, is, like, where do you go from here? Like, this is – I really love this album. Like, this is really – this was my vision. It really came through like I wanted it to come I through. I think this is like one of your best albums. Me too. I feel one like of your that. at least top two or three. That's um, how I feel, man. But then at the same time, think about this though. I'm independent. I'm not on the radio. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I'm older though. I'm like twenty years in the game, so I can't expect 
even my like you would expect like with my managers and dealing out with all that there. I ain't been doing no hell of a shows. Like, you know, yeah. you would think all that comes. So you gotta take that in too. Like, hold up, you know, you gotta understand that the older you get, it's gonna get slower. You know right. what I'm saying? But at the same time, this is my best work. So yeah. it's like, how do I how do I figure this out to where I can maximize this and do the best I can do with it, you know? Yeah. Instead of you can't lay down and be weak about it. You still gotta, you know, mm -hmm. do the best you can do. Definitely. Manager wise, heavy is like getting older, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So it's like that's what I mean. Like heavy ain't got time for the bullshit. It ain't even about him. It ain't even about him not having time for it. It's about he he getting older, so he on um he got different artists too though. You right, know what I'm right, saying? Right. But he might not have the same connections because the people are getting younger. The people who running things are younger. Right, now. right, right. So all that changes if you think about it. Twenty years in the game. The yeah. scene changes, you know what I'm saying? Changes. It changes every two, three years, really. You have to change with the scene. You have yeah. to add new people to the team, you know what I'm Man, saying? Man, it used to be every 10 years, the game changed. Not Then it was like every five. It's so fast. Now it's like every two. Exactly. One or two years, and it's just like. This. You got to figure it out. You got to keep working. Yeah. And you got to keep adding to the team and keep getting better. That's what I'm trying to do, like, in every mm -hmm. aspect of life. I did a vision board. Mm-hmm to try to get more direction of what I want to do this year. Like yeah. all that, man, like stuff I never did in my life. Yeah. Stuff that, stuff that <laughs> makes a lot of difference when you do it. Right. When, when you actually, it down. you know, because you, you hear other people saying, you're like, man, I'm not exactly. trying to do all of that. And then, and then you realize like, oh no, this is actually kind of helpful. Like when I, can, I see it, I can't walk by this. Now they're calling me tomorrow, but my, my um, you know, this is the bad thing about me. I got three baby mamas, all right? So, anyway, that's the worst thing about Slim Thug. Y'all go over here, okay? But anyway, so, like I said, trying to be the best dad ever, I moved to Pearland, you know what I'm saying, to move closer to my second son. Yeah. You know, well, him and my son, who live with me, can have a relationship. Yeah. I don't know nobody in Pearland. Boy. Nobody. I'm from the north, north side, Slim. born and raised. I don't know nobody out there. So, it's like I'm out there by myself. My everybody I know, my family, everybody, all my support is on the north side. So it's yeah. like that's a that's a struggle within it, within itself. But I forgot what I was just saying. Damn, <laughs> I forgot my point. I was getting nah. You was uh, I'm lost. It's all good. You uh, you were saying that um, um, damn, I forgot what you said. <laughs> we, we, right. we could go back and, and find it. Yeah, you moved out of Pennsylvania for your kids. What I said. Uh, you was uh, trying to get um. I'm out of there. We was kind of talking about the album, but. Yeah, I was uh, talking about the album, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Kinda. Well, anyway, I don't know. I don't remember. I'm lost. Like, <laughs> we'll edit I that out. We before I came, <laughs> nah, we good. Nah, we it's good. cool. So, but, yeah, the album, like I say, it's my it's my favorite. It's it's, it's my vision. Mm -hmm. I oh, you're talking about your vision board. That's what it was. Yeah, I was talking about my vision board. That's what I was talking about. My vision board. Oh, yeah, I was talking about this. My son, I was saying this here. I was trying to make this point. My bad. I, I'm back on track. Yeah, <laughs> <My> yeah. <laughs> anyway. My vision board has spend more time with your kids. Like I need to be at more of my son's games. Right. You know what I'm saying? He he live with me. I gotta be there. But mm -hmm. I've been missing a lot of that. I gotta step that game up. Yeah. Secondly, my son calling me, my youngest son calling me to be at his daddy's and donuts at seven thirty AM in the morning Ooh. in Cyprus. <laughs> in Cyprus from Paraland. You see what I'm saying? Like money. 
<laughs> so, but hey, I'm looking. But I can't. I can't just like you. I'll be. I'm trying to negotiate. I'm like, son, Eddie V's after school. How about yeah, that? Yeah. Or whatever like, you want. Yeah, like. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, his mama, his right, <laughs> his mama, his mama hit me with the. You know, he gonna remember this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know he's gonna remember this. I'm like, ah, because see, when he turned 25, right. he's gonna be like, that one time, nigga. <laughs> you ain't gonna buy that. I asked you to come to Daddy's and Donuts, right. my nigga. And this is why right. I got tattoos on my face right now, bro. This is why. Exactly. This is why I carry the heat everywhere I go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because so, you ain't want to come to Daddy's and Donuts. See, I could have just <laughs> see. I, I ain't gonna lie. Probably last year, I'd be like, you out your mind. You should live that for. I ain't gonna yeah. make it. But because. <laughs> But because my vision board says spend more time with your kids, you gotta look at it. You just gotta, I gotta deal with that guilt if yeah. I don't do it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm up yeah. at six this morning thinking it was tomorrow. Yeah, I'm like, Ooh, man, I'm like, it ain't even today. Damn. I was about to piss Ooh. up and take that trip. Up yeah, you about day. to take it, man. That's crazy. That's funny. But yeah, I mean, like that vision board. That was a little. You know, I was talking about. And, you know, when you see it every day, and you, I'm in the shower looking at it. It just, you know, keep you reminded every day, man. Like, yeah. Stay focused. Get get on it. I want to get to uh, the North. The North. The North. So I grew up. So the first house we lived in when I was like a baby, we lived in Wooden Trails. Wooden Trails, yeah. And so uh, we moved when I was like two. And we moved to uh, Inwood North. Man. Off of Gulf Bank. Man. And Alabunson. So I was around. Like, so my, I, I might have told you this. My sister. Went to Ike with you. Oh, for real? She, she graduated in 2000. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and my brother was 93. He went with, with uh, Ray. Rayface. Yeah, yeah, my brother, yeah. And so uh, my brother used to hoop. And so he was like, man, I remember uh, showing him the Boss Hog I Lost uh, uh, album cover, the one with you and ESG, and um, and all the Boss Hog at the time. Right. And, and Ray Everybody was on the front. Ray was on that too. And, um, and my brother was like, I know him. He said, who is that? I said, I don't know. I think that's Rayface. I was like, probably like 13. I said, I think that's Rayface. <laughs> no, he said, is his name Ray? I think I said, yeah, uh, that's Rayface. He said, man, yeah, he uh, he drove me home from school one day. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, because uh, he had basketball practice, and since Ike was just right down the street, we um, sometimes he would walk home. Yeah. And so after practice one day, uh, he said, I'm just walking. I'm on Gulf Bank and like Antoine or something like that. Car pulled up and was like, and he said, uh, uh, he said, I didn't really ever talk to him. He just knew me because I played, because I hooped. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he said, I jumped in the car because he he gave him that nod. He was like, jump in. <laughs> so in the car, he was like, man, I, you know, for all I know, he could have took me somewhere and robbed me and beat me up. He's like, I ain't, you know, because I ain't really know him like that, but yeah. I just knew him from school. So he dropped me off. He said he ain't say a word the whole time. He just <laughs> he just pulled up, dropped me off, and told me to do something and went home. Is, so, but like I was around when we were, when I was in like the sixth or seventh grade. That was the first time I started like getting Switch House CDs. So like I wasn't listening to a lot of other stuff. Yeah, I really wasn't even listening to Screw Tapes like that. I was listening to to like. My first Switcher House CD was Northside 11. Yeah, it was like that over there. Yeah. And that's right there by Selective Sound. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so we actually went to, me and my boys took our bikes down into Selective Sounds a couple times and, <laughs> and it was just kind of like, I don't even know if we got a lot of shit there, but at the time I didn't understand 
like what it meant to be like independent, have your own record stores and, and, and do all that kind of stuff. Um, I guess the, at the time, Acres Home was like, that was the place to be. Like, right. it was lit. <laughs> Eisenhower had all the girls. It was lit. <laughs> yeah. They had all the girls. And uh, I was going to Drew uh, down the street. I went to Drew. That's the boring school in the world. It had to be. <laughs> so it was a magnet school, so it was boring. Right. But I played I played all my sports at Hoffman. Yeah, Hoffman. I used to go to Hoffman. Yeah, yeah. so uh, my sister went to Hoffman, too. So I guess, like, that, like, at that time, like, what was that time like? Because I could just imagine you going to school all day, maybe going to school, because I don't know if you was really going to I school. Did. I did. <laughs> but you were going to school all day and then knowing you got a show that night or you about to go to the studio and rap and you know, right. do all that kind of stuff. It was That's the beginning of it. I was living right next door to Ike. In the bricks. Nah, not in the bricks. I ain't never living in the bricks. I was okay. on Gulf Bank on the corner right across the street from Select the Sound. Then oh, we lived yeah, yeah. in Oaks and Inwood down there. My sister had an apartment. My mama had an apartment. Okay. I used to be in Timbers with my homeboys. Timbers, stay yeah. Stay with them. The Falls on Antoine. I remember the Falls. I used to get my hair braided at the Falls on Antoine. Yeah, so then my sister had a townhouse right in, behind Ike. Yeah. I used to stay with her. I remember them townhouses, So that too. was the last. That was before I moved out the hood. But, yeah. um, man, yeah, I was. it was it was that, though. You know, you go to school. And the teachers was uh cool for the most part, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They knew it was real. They saw it, you know, you hear it on the radio, they know we was really rapping. They knew we had real shows. We wasn't yeah. just thugs lying, you know, right, so they right, were supportive. Right. R.I.P. Miss Coach Gwen, man. She just died the other day of oh, cancer, wow. man. Wow, man. From Eisenhower, man. Fuck that cancer, was like man. my favorite teacher. Yeah. I used to actually have my desk sitting next to her desk, man. And she was one of the most supportive people. And um mm. Me and Lil Mario, I'll tell a story about her since we were here. Me and Lil Mario, nah, that wasn't Coach Wayne class. I'm tripping. But, yeah, she was, like, my favorite one. But I, the story was me and Lil Mario was in class. That's when them neck tails with the chirps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so. Oh, that's when them right. first came out. Right. Yeah. We was out there. We yeah. was getting money, though. We, we was all right. getting it. We was young getting money, <laughs> man. So we had the next tails, all of us. Yeah. So I'm at the crib. He hit me up. He said, teacher, say you're going to fail, kid. You better come on. You know what I'm saying? Because I miss some days now. Yeah, yeah. You better come. Uh, so I started coming. And the end of, ended up making a better grade than him in that class. <laughs> <laughs> he was hot. Oh, uh, that boy was mad. How did he get a better man. grade than me? He don't even be here. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Yeah, man. It, was, it was cool, man. I used to make so much money at school mm-hmm. selling CDs and tapes in the highways, man. Eisenhower. Every time you go there, you see a new person you ain't never seen before. Yeah. It's a big school. It was like 4,000, 4,500 kids at Ike. And they blessed us with an hour-long lunch. Hour-long lunch. Open. Yo, let me tell y'all about that. Ike. <laughs> this is this is why I loved Ike, and I hate I didn't get to go yeah. to, uh, to Ike, because we moved out and I went to South Falls. Ike had about 4,500 yeah. kids at this school. They had one lunch period. Oh, everybody. Hour. The whole first floor. Everybody. It was no A lunch, B lunch, C lunch. It was one. I would, like I said, I live next door to the school. Yeah. I would not go to school, but go to lunch. Go to and lunch. Go back and then go back. <laughs> it was like the club. You couldn't miss yeah. it. Yeah. You like, I feel like, I feel like that was, I feel like that was like one of them things where like, it was probably folks at Ike that didn't even go to Ike. Right. <laughs> I used to see all them old dudes pulling up in slabs, taking out chicks, 
I'd be like, man, I ain't never coming back to no high school to get no chick. You gotta be a loser <laughs> yeah, yeah, to be trying to, stupid. you know. Out there saying? looking, out there looking dumb. Girls in the in high school parking lot, you 25 years old. Man, you tripping. <laughs> you She's 16. You out here. Right. I'd be like, what is going on, you man? Niggas go straight to hell with that shit. Right. Boy, imagine if R. Kelly was in. Y'all know I, R. Kelly used to hang out at the McDonald's across the street from the, they were saying that. They, they used nah. to call the, uh, the McDonald's the R. Kelly McDonald's. And he used to hang out at McDonald's that was right down the street from the high school. Wow. And he would sit there until uh, school let out. And he would just sit up. He'd post up at, at the R. Kelly McDonald's in Chicago. Wow. That's what he used to do. That's crazy. That is that's, crazy. That's, um, that's crazy. But <laughs> so, okay, so at that time, I remember uh, what clubs was on the north side? I remember Chocolate Studio 44. Town. Studio 44 was open for a little while. Oh, yeah, that was after. Yeah. Chocolate Town. Um, uh, we had the little Harlem Nights was open on the north yeah, side. Harlem yeah, Harlem Nights was lit. We had the um teenage thing on uh. It was I always got discovered club somewhere. Yeah, I yeah. Got discovered at the teenage thing from Michael Watts. Okay, I that's All Star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We used to go to All Star. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, how unsafe was it at that time being from the north? Like, did you ever go to the south side? I went to the South Side every time. I was, north Side didn't not not go to the South Side. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was South Side didn't come to the North Side. Oh, okay. yeah, that's the we was out here. Yeah, the South Side they still <laughs> South Side still don't go to the North Side a lot of the time. That's true. That's it's true. Still, you it's hard to get a girl to come to the North. It's hard, you know. That's like, true. I ain't over there. Still think it's like it was. Yeah. Well, it's still bad over there, but. Yeah, nah, we always went to the, we was ignorant then. We, had, we yeah. was looking for it. So we was in, in uh, just joking, trying to fight. We was there. Yeah, yeah. That was when you throw the hood up. Yeah, that was yeah. like throw up the fofo, throw up the, you know, homestead, all that. So I, I never got to ask ESG this, but I, I was just talking. I was, I did ESG sports show. You ever seen this sports show on court, yeah. court TV? Yeah. So I did a sports show Monday. And so I always heard this story. Well, I heard this story a few times, and I don't know if it's true. I don't think that it's true. But I heard that there was, because ESG was always was deep all the time. Yeah. Always had, always going deep. Pause. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what I heard was that there was some, between crews or whatever, somebody on his side maybe had a problem with you. Right? Yeah. And... Them thinking that you wasn't really about that life, you went to the South Side where ESG was at a club, yeah. and was deep, just like he was deep. And at that moment is when y'all kind of like pieced it up, I guess. Is nah, that true? That was we we did get into it at the club one time, but okay. that was after we was already cool. We had got it. We was cool, and then got into it after like some records with stuff. Like for a minute, we had beef or whatever. So that's yeah. what that was in the club, but. It ain't it ain't ain't nobody fighting nothing. It was just like right, right. That was just you know like what's up? You talking this hell? You know whatever. But you know that being squash, it was just yeah. you know he we talked. He like man, you know I was just it was some rap stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, but it wasn't nothing serious. How we <laughs> how we ended up clicking up and meeting for the first time? He was in jail and he got out, mm. and he was hearing about me in jail. And yeah. He reached out to me when he got out to do a yeah. song. He the one reached out. We sat down. We you know I went to Rec Shop Studios. Yeah, we just on, on site right there. We came up with that brazen phase, and you know that that's that was still it. a jam to me. That, that was, and that and that really, 
was like a real big thing for the city, man. It really started the the uh you know the it it it, it made the bridge it, it bridged the gap or whatever it made it to where people ain't tripping no more. You when, know what I'm saying? When, when y'all did that album together, and two things happened that kind of felt like LeBron going to the Miami Heat. <laughs> when y'all did the album together, and when Kiki signed the Switch House, right? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> What you That's mean? Funny. Like this, this is you know yeah. how um how much did you get to did you kick it with screw a lot? Not at all. I ain't never kick it with screw. I might have met him a couple times, yeah. but I ain't never like me and me and screw kicking it. Like I ain't never uh, kick it with him or Fat Pat. I ain't never. That was like kind of that was right early. Before you you yeah, know, what yeah. I mean, I met Screw a couple times, but we ain't yeah. never you know kick never it. really got to do yeah. much or whatever. Um, you know, Flip was on so many Switcher House tapes, right? That I thought. That the nigga was from the north side. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> now you, you know what's crazy. And he had braids. <laughs> Trey, Trey went to school with us at Hoffman. I heard. Yeah. I heard that. Like I, I thought he went to school. Ike too. Did he go to Ike too? I don't think he went to Ike. I, I, okay. We went to Hoffman together. Trey went to Trey went to Hoffman. I was. In, I remember That's Trey crazy. from school, and I remember him from uh, middle school, bro. My my sister That's was crazy. Like, my sister was looking at Trey one day, and she was like, "Cause she don't listen to a whole lot of rap," but one time she was like. She said, "Is that Frazier?" <laughs> right. I said, "I said, man, I don't know. That's that's Trey." He was like, "She was like, man, that's Frazier." Yeah. He went to such and such with me. I'm like, I'm right. like, what? Because I always thought he was from the Southwest. He is, but I think somebody, I think his family, his mama or something lived. On okay. Some, okay. I don't, I, I don't know how that works. That's 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 funny, dog. Fra- yeah. Trey. Yeah, that's at crazy. Hoffman, which, that's that's like, cause cause like that was, you probably went to middle school with. uh Mario. Nah, I didn't go to school with Mario in middle school. He came to Ike one year. He came okay, to Ike. He, he and, and, to Ike. I don't know, not one year. He came to Ike a couple years. My burning Swisher House question, well, one of my burning Swisher House questions is, what? where the hell is 50-50 twins? Man, which one? One of them in jail. I know the one that's in jail that's been and in the jail. Other one, you don't know. You'll see them if you hit. I be seeing them all the time around there, just yeah. randomly. Yeah, I be seeing them. That was my favorite Swisher House rapper. They used to go off, man. He used to go. Super crazy. And and uh then somebody was telling me, like, man, you gotta you gotta hear Chameleon there. Gotta hear Chameleon yeah, Chameleon like, used to go off too. I'm like, man, I, I said, I don't know. I don't know who that is. And finally I heard him. I'm like, I was like, oh, this nigga's like he don't rap like the like right. switch a house dudes. Like he mm-hmm. don't, you know, everybody was but everybody had their own style. Yeah. And that's what I liked about Switch House. Everybody it was, was it was everybody big pick. Yeah. Uh <laughs> uh big tight. Yeah. Uh A D everybody. <laughs> 50, 50, 50 twin, uh, Archie Lee, uh, Lil Mario, Roy. Lester Roy, uh, yeah. uh, uh, who, who, who else? Magno. All I, man. I remember when Magno. Uh, See, they came he, after they came me. Later, Mike Jones yeah. and all them came after me. Really, I was like the OG Swisher House. Me, Mario, J Dog. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We, me and J Dog went the first. Mario was there first. Yeah. The second time me, J Dog, and Mario went and mm-hmm. on Swisher Nine Eight. That was our first mixtape ever. Yeah. Then um, it was a big tyke and big picking them start coming and yeah. they brought AD and the rest of them. Hey, Lester man. Roy them and Archie Lee was there before all of us. Before right, uh, yeah, they yeah. was the original. So yeah, so yeah, all of that. I mean, but it wasn't Swisher House back then. It was just them rapping and then yeah. they, you know, I, well I don't know. It might it might have been Watch Kyle the Swisher something. Yeah, and so I think that um, uh, and I think it would have happened eventually, 
But I think that what, what Switcher House was doing at that time really shed a light on what the North was what what the North Side was doing because, you know, all we heard was ESG. People don't uh, even screw uh man, you know it's a, it's people hating on me now saying I don't put on people. Yeah. Bro, if you what a, you don't even understand what it was back then. You don't even understand yeah. how much the South Side had everything on lock. Like everything. it wasn't no North Side rap yeah. representation. Wasn't nobody going to close. I had to do that. Was. I had to do that, bro. I had to represent like no other uh, because I felt like it, it was just so disrespectful. We had to listen to screw tapes where they like fuck the north. I'm yeah. like, no, nah, ain't finna be jamming this, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm tripping. Yeah, because I'm young. Yeah, I'm not and finna when jam. You're young, yeah. you on some gang. You on some, you know, this yeah. my hood shit. You know, you on some dumb shit. So that was my main thing, man. Not the dick ride and sign. You know, do nothing. Let's go out here, represent the north side with the braids. They do red, we do blue over here. Yeah, let's. I don't want to say none of the words they saying over there. Let's just represent and yeah. do it in our way over here. And represent hard and, and stand up for the now side. Man, y'all had me rocking braids. Exactly. <laughs> y'all had me rocking braids. People, but but I'm before that, we ain't have nothing, bro. Like, it wasn't nothing but the south side. They had the whole city on lock. It wasn't no voice over there really like that. You know what I'm saying? So, I um, that, I was, a, that was a tough, that was a tough trail, though. Because yeah. we had to go, like you say, did we go on the south side? We had to go to the south side. It's, and they looking at us like, man, you ain't no screwed up click. Like, it's still yeah. people who hate me today because they feel like, yeah, <laughs> you got screwed up click. Like, it's so much underlying hate, you know, from a lot of different stuff. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, from because DJ Screw not here, you know, and people die hard fans. Like, nah, yeah. I'm DJ Screw, F to know, F Watts. Yeah, yeah. You know, I let that. So. And, and, and that shit been squashed for years. Right. Like, but, you know, <laughs> but they just I, not. Some people still stuck in that era, and they still, just still see. listen to Screw Taste every day. And, and and the bad one when they was like fucking, nah, and they still stick by that, you know. Yeah. Some people in that era, and they just stuck in. Man, I, to to give you an example of how much Swisher House meant to the kids, when I was uh in the sixth grade, uh we had this kid named Ezekiel King, and um he uh, died in a jet ski accident. He's twelve years old. Man. Um, he was Hispanic, but he always he had all the switch. Like we knew, like he yeah. had all the switcher house. If he had to bootleg it, if he had to go buy it, he yeah. was he he had it right. <laughs> he had most switcher house CDs than I had ever seen before in my life, right? And it was my first time like losing somebody that was kind of either close to my age or kind of close to me, right? And so I went to the wake, and um, to this day it's the reason why I don't go to funerals, but. Went to the wake and I seen him there and it just fucked me up or whatever. And so uh, I, I I looked at him in the casket and I left. And I just I I didn't say shit for the rest of the like yeah. all the way home, right? Well fast forward a couple of days later, <clears throat> um, they had a funeral. Or the day later they had the funeral. They come back to school and they was like, Man, um, yeah, man, uh, we was in uh, we was at the we we went and looked at the casket, and uh, such and such, uh, they was putting they was putting Swisher House CDs in his casket. Wow! Like, and and if if I'm lying, I will die right now. That's crazy. They was putting Swisher House CDs in a 12 year old kid's casket because he loved y'all so much. Wow! Slim, Paul Wall, comedian there, and I'm talking about like everything Swisher House was doing. They hell broke loose. Uh, 
before the Kappa, after the Kappa. <laughs> um, uh, what what was the uh the other ones? The uh the F Action mixtapes, the the uh Slim Thug Greatest Hits. That's the, what I'm saying. <laughs> like all of that stuff, man. We we used to we used to jam it so much, and um. So like when I got into music and I started working with with uh with a lot of rappers around the city, I was like, man, like I like one of my top was like my top was always Slim Bun Scarface. Yeah, that's real. It was like if I do this with them, then I've probably done everything that I can I can probably do in the city as far as collaborating and stuff like that. Um, which also brings me to my other Thing of, like you, you talk a lot. Like I see you mention uh, Jay Prince a lot. Yeah. Um, what type of influence has he been on you, and like what type of game does he uh, does he give you when you? Man, we don't we don't talk a lot. I ain't I ain't, I don't sit down. I need to go sit down with Jay more. I don't know why. I just I'm just a person who don't you know I don't like to bother folks. But yeah, I definitely look up to Jay Prince. He definitely uh. A mentor that ain't really mentored me, like you know, but from right. a, from afar, I'm watching what he did and and trying yeah. to do it. You know, like I wanted my own rap a lot, like you know, mm-hmm. I want to be like Jay Prince more than I wanted to be like Scarface. I tell people, you know, because right, right. that's just how how it was. You seen him, he was doing his thing, you know what I'm saying? So it's like growing up seeing that how he had the whole team, it was bossed up, man. Yeah, and you know, until I until I met him. He kind of scared me a little bit, <laughs> cause you hear all the stories and you yeah. hear all the rumors and shit like that. And um, ironically, B Star called me one day, Super Bowl weekend. He said, "What you doing Super Bowl Sunday, man?" Not doing nothing. Um, well, uh, Jay Prince's daughter' birthday is on Super Bowl Sunday, and uh, their mom wants to know if somebody will sing her happy birthday. I've never met Jay Prince. <laughs> um, I'll be honest, I don't have, I don't really know jazz at all. Like I, I, I see him, and we've probably shaken hands a couple times, but we don't really know each other like that. Yeah, I knew a lot of his, uh, a lot of his friends because they went to school with me. Um, I don't know, I don't know Lil James, uh, James Junior. I don't really know them like that. Yeah. So I'm like, so y'all want me to go to Jay Prince's house, and y'all want me to sing Happy Birthday to this girl that I don't know? <laughs> on Super Bowl Sunday, they was like, "Yeah, they, you know, they said they was gonna pay you and everything." All right, so <laughs> I showed up uh, at the house over there, off in Memorial, whatever. So I, I show up, and um, I I walked in, and I'm like, "Is, is Jay even here?" Like, I'm looking around, and he's just sitting in his office, not really saying nothing. And uh, he walked in. And I knew that he wasn't a very big dude, right? Yeah. But when he walked in, I'm like, wow, like he's really not that big at all. And so <laughs> and so we um they did the surprise thing or whatever. I sang happy birthday and all that kind of stuff. And um and B Star was there. Actually, Jazz or James, neither one of them was there. I think yeah. they was probably out of town. I think Jazz was like living in LA or something like that. And so um they was like, uh all right, y'all gonna watch the game, but y'all gotta watch it up in the theater. So we in the theater, <laughs> and it's just me and Slim, and uh, you and V uh, Star. I mean, that, yeah, uh, me and uh, it was me and Jay. My bad. Oh. <laughs> it was me and Jay, and uh, and V Star was in there, and so we sitting in the front row. It was the uh, it was the the Seahawks and uh, 
Broncos game. Man, I wonder what he had to say about that last play. Man. (laughs) So I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, when was the Broncos game? So it was the one that uh, where the Seahawks beat the shit out of them. Oh, okay. The the next year was when they they didn't give the ball to to, to Marshawn. Yeah. So sitting in the front row and uh, Jay in the next chair. I don't really know what to say to him. Like, I don't really, you know, it's it's very, very seldom that I fan out. <laughs> and, or like, I get nervous and I don't know what to say to people when I, because I'm like, this nigga even want to talk to me? Like, does he, <laughs> you know, that kind of, so I'm sitting there, I'm just watching. And uh, I'm eating fish and all that. He, he looked over at me, he say, so who you got? I say, man, I think the Seahawks going to win it. Man, I think so too. This year I ain't bet, but if I'd have, he said, but it's Peyton Manning though. And if I was to put, if I was to bet this year, I'd have put all my money on on uh on Peyton Manning. I said, man, I don't know, man. I, they just got too much defense. So we just start talking about football, <laughs> and I left. Haven't seen him since. <laughs> like, I, I haven't seen him, since, but he's. Like I'm glad he put out he's putting out that book. Like I'm I'm right. curious to know. I can't wait to read that book. I'm curious to know how much he's gonna tell though. I know he's not gonna tell everything. He's not gonna tell everything, uh, but I just I'm just curious because I know his stories are just yeah because he's one of those guys that sit back and and kind of observe everything exactly and um and kind of uh do things as as he wants to do them and I feel like you know this book's probably years in the making and um. You know, I just always um, wanted to see what kind of game he would he would give somebody like you. Right. You know what I mean? That's and, what I'm ready for. Yeah. Did, did Rap a lot ever uh, try to sign you? They did. He tried to sign me. Look, let me tell you the story, man. <laughs> Y'all got me up in here late. I'm going to be missing my podcast. Yeah, we going to be all right, man. <laughs> Listen, so. <laughs> He'll be all right. So uh, we was working on Boys in Blue with Mr. Lee. He was over there at the uh, – what they call it out, Pine Out. They had a little studio over there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Compound or something. Yeah, they compound. called the studio or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm in there working on Boys in Blue. It's late night. So International Red, a red boy comes, you know, he's like, hey, bro, Jay want to holler at you. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool, we'll get it. I'm thinking he was just saying, like, whenever. like. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, bet. So I'm in there doing the music. I come out the studio about 3 in the morning, bro. Red is sitting outside. <laughs> say, hey, I told you Jay wants you to come through. He said he at the office waiting on you. I was like, damn, man, <laughs> three in the morning. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, what? All right, fuck it, let's go over there. You know what I'm saying? So we go to the uh, compound, sit down and out. He like, man, what's up? I'm thinking about doing this here, and you know, so I said, I ain't gonna lie, Jay. I can't sign to you because I'm trying to be you, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> at the end of the day, damn. I'm trying to be who yeah. you is. You who I. I I got I just said it like I just said that. I don't really, you know, I, I love Scarface. I don't think I could ever rap as good as Scarface. Man, you know what I'm saying? Because he, he a lyric. Well, you yeah, know, yeah. he crazy. He, so he, He's an alien. Right. Yeah. He's an alien. So I'm like, man, I'm trying to be Jay Prince. So how am I going to do that? <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's my dream. Damn. So, it is, and, and for some people, like, when people dangle that in your face, that, that bag or whatever, it's hard to – you gotta really be um confident and sticking to your plan to be able to turn that down. You know what happened, man? I uh I I, I learned my value early mm-hmm. through Swisher House. 
you know. Yeah. And that's what messed me up to this day. Like, I probably should have a deal and probably mm-hmm. should because I don't have nobody working for me doing the work. Yeah. Anyway, I, I don't got no publicist. I ain't got nobody who really pushing nothing. So yeah. I probably should have a deal. But when I was in the Swisher house, I seen how to, I got paid. I was out there burning the CD. Yeah. Putting the label on there, going by the blanks from Compact City, Compact Center, whatever it yeah. was back then. Yeah, we put in out pressing them up, yeah, taking them to the store, selling them, going to each store, developing a relationship, picking up chicks. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I went out there everywhere and touched. I'm not just in Houston. I'm talking about all over Texas, and even we had people out of town. We yeah. put in the groundwork and, and and seen exactly how much money we supposed to be making out of every CD. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. We buy them and we spend forty cents. We should make fifteen out of this. We bought a store. You know what I'm right, saying? Like right. I'll let y'all had selective platinum and exchange of sounds, right? I had exchange of sounds, uh, selective sounds, or what's the name? Platinums, but I was I was too. Okay, but uh, that's it though. That's what I'm saying. So when we learned the game so fast, <clears> and I seen how much I was worth and how much it's hard to, I had control of it. I drop yeah. a mixtape, I make this. I drop a all freestyle, I make this. I I still haven't got to albums yet. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. I was making so much money, it was hard for me to, somebody to offer me something that was right. gonna be worth it. Because on the outside looking in, when you when you signed to uh, to Star Trek, like I loved it because I love Pharrell. Yeah. But part of me feels like you got to a point where you was like, same shows, same place, same. Yeah. And and this this money, I I felt like maybe the money wasn't the same. Like it, like you probably got. There was probably bigger numbers, but it was probably more percentages coming out from the label on your end. So like money wasn't the same on the label side. Well, the money wasn't the same as like being independent. So like you said, you touching all of this, all of this um, money selling CDs going hand in hand, right? And then you go into going major. It was uncomfortable because I had to wait on people and move when they want to move and do what they want to do, basically. Yeah, so I didn't yeah. feel like I had the control that I always had my whole life. Did you feel like... Um, if I think if I would have been on the label, I would have fell off. I would have, I would have not been who I, I gonna, am today. I was going to ask you that. For sure, because <laughs> look at everybody else. Yeah. The thing about labels, man, let me tell you what that is. They going they gonna to make you whoever you want to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. You can take They can take anybody and make them whoever they want them to be. Yeah. Cause all they have, they have all of the the tools. They can put somebody, uh, put anybody with a good writer and make a hit song. Yeah, and they can put the budget behind any song and make it go number one, not mm-hmm. well, up the charts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where it's on the radio everywhere, because mm-hmm. it's all money. You know what I'm saying? And it's all relationships. And who have a better relationship than the majors? Because they've been paying people from day one since the, and it's been multiple years so an independent person can't compete with a, a major at all right 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 they have too many relationships right they have too much of a budget yeah you know what i'm saying to compete with and you can't but, get in the rooms that everybody else right but at some point they're gonna get tired of you and be yeah. ready for that next thing yep. so when it's time when they tired of you they cut that budget yeah your album budget you, you had a five hundred thousand to a million to do this last album oh now you only got a hundred thousand do this album, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's crazy. So now, how many albums did you do with Star just Trek? one? Just one. But yeah. no, they didn't come at me like that though. They, they, they. Interscope paid me. I ain't, gonna, yeah. I ain't got no problem with Interscope. Yeah. I just wanted to be in control of my Jimmy situation. Jimmy gonna pay. They paid me. They gave me my <laughs> money. I ain't Alvin got nothing pay. bad to say about them. But yeah. if I would have stayed, my budget would have got lower. 
Yeah, yeah. They would have had control of, hey, man, it's over for him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because they would, it would have looked like I fell off because I would have had a lower budget on the next album. I wouldn't have been, um, you know, uh, having the dopest videos like I had before. And then you start taking a back seat to the 50 cents. And the, right. And the, you got uh, to. You got to. And the, the game yeah. and, you know, all of these dudes and they, they don't, brought in, like, right after they was cool, but they just didn't understand, you know, how they didn't to, understand how Houston. to sell a Houston artist. You know what I'm saying? And and they don't, and and a lot of people don't, and that's I think that's why Jay Prince did what he did with, right. with rap a lot because exactly. it's like you you can't market the Ghetto Boys. That's why because you're independent. Fuck it up. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like you're gonna try to turn them into. You either gonna try to make Let's them NWA, them, uh, you know they gonna throw you whoever art, whatever artist they yeah, got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gonna throw me here. on there with? Let's put it with Timberland and let's do yeah. this here. You know that's we, what we, they. We're gonna get a Ghetto Boys Timberland. I feel like that album would be terrible. The Ghetto Boys and Timberland together. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, exactly. That's not. But but that's, that's what's crazy. gonna happen. And but then when you a rapper, you like damn. You see everybody else do it. You like man, mm -hmm. I could do that shit too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's like you get lost in the south. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. I um uh, I just always admired the uh, um your grind and your business sense and the and the way that you kind of approach things and and um it I guess like I guess that answers the question though because you you probably learned a lot of that just from like you said going and pressing the CDs up exactly. and then going and, and doing hand to hand because I remember the Switch House CDs used to be. Uh, they used to sell them in the in the paper CD slip. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> with exactly. the and uh, Kameen, they used to draw the uh, yeah. the, the label cool. on them, and um, like, but that's how they and they was going fifteen a pop, just like the rest of the CDs on exactly. the on the on the thing. Exactly. And, and you would, and, and I remember looking. That's in a the, big problem in Houston, really. Like, that's a that's a a big reason why we ain't got it how we had it because back then you had the that was the radio. Swisher House was the radio. That's yeah. where you found the new songs, the new artists. Yeah. Screw was the radio. That's where yeah. you found the new rappers, the new uh song. That was it. Cause now they, we don't have that platform, and now we wait on the radio to, to make us hot. When back then, the streets made us hot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Through that. So. Man, Swisher House, a Swisher, I can't remember what Swisher House tape it was. It was the first time I had ever heard uh uh, just a bitch by uh by uh, Lil, Lil John, no the Lil John one, the one that was basically it turned into B.I.B.I. Oh yeah, but it was it was too short and China and uh was it China White? Oh yeah yeah you yeah. You just a bitch, bitch. Yeah. You just a bitch. Like I remember that. Like I'm like um like they was putting they was. For all my out of towners that didn't really listen to Switcher House when they didn't know what Switcher House was when when as it was when it started, they was doing these uh, these tapes and DJ Screw was they doing these tapes these mixtapes and stuff like that and they were putting on uh, songs from all over the place, but the the primary focus was getting these getting the Slim Thugs and the Paul Walls and the Chameleonaires and the uh, uh, the ads and the Archie Lees, like dudes that you'll probably never hear anymore. Right. Uh, that were original Swisher House, but they were still putting, they were still chopping and screwing Biggie songs and and Missy Elliott and. Uh, That's how I think that it ended up getting big and going bigger, <laughs> more areas because we wasn't just doing like DJ Screw was doing a lot of you know, uh, Texas, a lot of mm -hmm. you know, we kind of was playing 
newer stuff and dropping, and then we took it to CDs. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? And then we were selling the stores, and he was just selling out of one spot. Yeah. So it's like it just kept spreading. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Did uh did y'all ever get sued or try to get I ain't the, never, get, I, get I ain't never get sued because <laughs> y'all was y'all was rapping to a lot of beats. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that because it was screwed, it. It, uh, yeah, it kind of changed, changed the way. You know yeah, what yeah. I'm yeah. I man, we go all day about about uh, switch a house and and then your but your transition to boss hog man that was, uh, I feel like that was like your graduation where you just like all right, I learned everything I needed to learn here. Yeah. I can now take that and do my own thing with that with my brother and you right. know and everybody else. Uh, I thought that only made it bigger though. I think that made. The whole Northside brand, cause, right? Because you had yeah, more than one. Cause you, yeah, because you had Boss Hog, and then you had Color Changing Click. Yeah, and then you had, and then you still had Switcher House, and um, I remember Beltway Eight. Yeah, uh, was <laughs> everybody man. was, everybody was, 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 uh, everybody had the formula, man. Yes, and um, and now it's just it's dope to see that like, um, that you you can go and 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 do a record with a guy like Rick Ross, and you know, right. and um, all the other people that you've done songs with, that's just like, it amazes me because, you know, I'm one of the many who got to see it. The like, early development. The yeah. early part of it. Exactly. And we're looking at it now, and the the brand, you guys' brand is, is even like you see Paul Wall out here doing, and everybody's just vastly different. Right. Like you more, like you'll go out and you, you kick back, and Paul Wall does the same thing. But Paul Wall will jump out in the middle of the crowd right. after we win the World Series, and, exactly. <laughs> and 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 make sure he talks to everybody, sign every autograph, yeah. take every picture, and do all of that kind of stuff because that's the kind of person that he is. But it's just funny when you when you remembering, you know, I always hear Paul Wall brought up used to bring a Bible to school, right? <laughs> and, exactly. and um and you know he rocked the braids and and um you know it it it's it's amazing to see that that transition because, like at the time, you really only saw rap a lot from Houston. That was really like right. on a nationwide scale, and then when everybody got on, everybody got on, and it was just like, right. Oh, we, shit. we went from that to having all having a major deals and shit. major right. deals, boys getting all type types of money, driving all types of cars. What's the dumbest thing you bought in your lifetime? Dumbest thing. I the bought. dumbest thing. It could be a car. It could be. Uh, you know, you didn't bought a piece of jewelry. That as soon as you got it, it was like you didn't even want it no more. Like, just what's the dumb ones? Because you you're really good about your money, so it's like I don't know. I made a lot of dumb decisions on stuff. Uh, I bought that big yellow chain, that big uh boss house chain. That bag. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was expensive, and then I got rid of it fast. So it's like that was a dumb thing. I don't Who did know. it, Johnny? Now nah, Emmett did it. It was nice. Okay. It was just like super heavy. I never wanted to wear it because it was just too heavy. It was like, and it it pinks your neck when you wear it. Oh, oh man. man, yeah. That's one dumb thing. I don't know. I bought a lot of dumb stuff, bro. It's like I'm trying to grow out of it still. It seemed like cars is a passion of yours. Cars is a passion, but I, I'm trying to stop. Cause I'll be yeah. spending too much money on. But clothes. you can't really ever stop though. Cause, you can't ever stop. Cause it's always exactly. something new going on. It's always. It's always another lack you want to buy. Always. It's always, <laughs> it's always the, uh, you know, like. But I mean, people like to collect stuff sometimes. You right. know what I'm saying? Some people got baseball cards, or some people That's lose my only about hobby. Yeah. Even if you look back to when I was at Ike, 
I was before I was rapping. I was working on my old schools. Yeah. And and sixteen at school would have dropped Cadillac L dog that I'm trying to fix up when I could have got a regular the one with the car. horns on it. Yeah. Exactly. What happened to that one? I don't even know, man. You sold it. <laughs> I did sell that one. Yeah. Way Damn. back before I even started rapping. Did you sell it with the horns? I don't even remember, bro. I don't even remember on the cool. <laughs> like, it's crazy. That's crazy. Somebody riding around Somebody. in a in a in a L dog that's in the, riding the L with dog. with uh with the same horns I went on got that a, bitch. I went and got a different one. Fixed it up. Yeah, yeah. I remember that one too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's your favorite car that you that that I you got? I got this nineteen fifty nine Cadillac. I just got. Ooh, the one on the on the yeah. uh, what's the TV show Texas yeah. Metal that you did? That's my coldest one. That's that that is a cold one, man. I show that shit to people sometimes. They be like, God dang, that's, that, <laughs> that's yeah, that. Cold. I drove it today. I got to get a little action because the weather been killing me. Yeah, that thing like the Batmobile, man. I and it ain't it. got no roof. Like you cut the oh, roof off no of it roof. on two on the TV show. On the TV show, took a a, a saw and cut the roof off, and and got to park it in the garage all winter because because <laughs> it'd be raining like that, man. Yeah, man. So um, uh, before we get out of here, want to talk to you about uh. Your transition into health, man. You came here eating a protein bar. Right. I was eating wings. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm starving, bro. Like, um, yeah, I mean, I got high blood pressure, so I just had to take it serious, man. Mm -hmm. I had to be proactive about that and just not Back when you was let fat myself. Thug. Right, I was fat thug. I was trying to go up on my dosage. I was like, nah, I'm going to turn down. Yeah. So I just started working out more, and, you know, it became a hobby. And like I say, it's my only thing I do every day. I mean, five days a week, so I be. Mean, my best friend, one of my best friends, Milton, <clears throat> he was into it. He started becoming a personal trainer, so we just got together on that, man. Shout out to Milton, stuff. man. That hustle fit is a uh, is a uh, is a big movement, man. Right. And and you know you see a lot of people just getting healthy, and and um, it's starting to become a cool trend. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody wants to get into it, and um, cause I remember you used to clown me for uh for getting back in the gym and lifting weights, <laughs> and, and uh, right. and, but. I was like, all right, nigga. <laughs> all right. And then, like, I swear, a year later, you was in there. You was you was doing it, and you and you do it for your health, for your mental health, and right. for your your physical health, man. That's what like, I do, I, honestly. Like, even when I be feeling like stressed out now, working out helps. Yeah, yeah, sweating it out and mm -hmm. and just really uh, getting that stress off of you and, yeah. and um and uh handling your business like that, man. Like, and then you even took it further. You took it further than me. You you went. You did a vegan cleanse for like yeah. what thirty days was that it? That was cool, man. I ain't gonna lie, the food was good. I ain't yeah. think it would be good. It was good. You ever had True Foods Kitchen? Yeah, True Foods. Yeah, I always the go one over there by uh, the uh, Hanover and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that place. I was just there the other day. I get that lasagna there. Oh, I ain't even had the lasagna yet. Good. I had the uh, the uh, sea bass the other day. That was uh, last time I went with the with the quinoa in there. Yeah, and um, they got a new uh. Chicken pita, I'm gonna try that. Yeah, they took uh, cause when they when the when stuff went out of season, they took something off the off and they put something else on there. Yeah. It's a chicken pita with like uh, they got like pomegranates in there, and it's got like uh, some type of sauce in there. It's it's it's, it's live. It's, I'm gonna have to try it out. It's, it's dope, man. Yeah. So uh, so the vegan cleanse it made you feel it. How did it? How much better did you feel when you when you got done? Man, I mean. I felt lighter, but I felt like I was losing muscle. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it was cool, but I felt like I was losing muscle and getting lanky. Oh, man. Y'all tripping Rico at the door at my house. 
<laughs> Rico probably mad. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, but it was cool though, man. Yeah. But um, I think I'm gonna do it again. Yeah, I'm gonna try it again. But it definitely had me feeling more light. Yeah, but I just didn't like the the uh, you know how I was. It felt like I was losing money. Like I wasn't was... doing it right, probably. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. It's uh, it's some it's some science to it, man. You gotta definitely gotta um get the right things in your body or whatever, man. Uh. Last thing, man, uh, before we get out of here, just whatever, man, whatever you want to push, whatever you would, whatever encouraging words you want to say, anything that you got on your heart, anything, because I see you on the Instagram sometimes, you get up there and and you really be talking to niggas (laughs) like they, they, like you, they daddy. And it's funny, though, because like the one, uh, he's like, y'all, y'all young niggas out here doing dumb shit for some retweets. Right. Uh. Yeah, it's gonna get old one day. <laughs> you gonna get old. <laughs> it's gonna happen. And he's saying when you and when your ass get old. It's just like, man, I just feel like the younger generation, and I'm sure we was the same way. Like I'm not pointing fingers like saying we wasn't doing dumb shit. It's just a lot of dumb shit going on. And it's maximized all because of Instagram. And Instagram ain't paying nobody no chicks, man. Mm-hmm. So it's like people doing life changing things to try to get a couple likes or follows which ain't generating no bread. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's taking us down, not just black people, everybody as a whole. Like, yeah. I feel like a lot of people doing a lot of clown stuff. Making everybody dumber. You know, it's it's dumbing the whole world down, I mm-hmm. feel like, you know, just for some likes. And The moral of this story is some of y'all niggas is out here doing stupid shit, jumping through tables and, yeah. and stealing and running out Turned on down, the, running through glass. I mean, it's cool. And, and all of that is because your daddy didn't go to daddy's and donuts with your stupid right. ass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and now you out God, here. Dude. Now you out here That's with uh <laughs> with tattoos on your eyelids and oh, uh man. and 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 popping Zan um Xanax and and whatever pill you see on the ground and um and now you acting the damn fool all because your daddy didn't go to daddy's. Man, I'm out of here, man. I'm out of here. <laughs> I gotta go. Nah, man, but I appreciate you. I appreciate your time, man. Appreciate y'all. Go man. get the world is yours. Please get that new album. Man. It's, it's one of my. It's one of my best albums, if not my best album, man. It's some real grown motivational. Yeah, you need to hear that. Check yeah, it right. out, man. I'm on two tracks. I'm on right. Big Boss. I'm on Boss Talk with uh with uh Rick Ross. Rick Ross. Uh, next level. Next, next level. That's one uh, of my favorite songs. A lot of people love that song. That next level. Bro. A lot of people been saying that they've they, been they telling really me, like man, that we one. need that video for next level. We do need to do the video for we next level. We gonna do it. We gonna we do definitely it. gonna do it, man. Go yeah. get that. Uh, check out the Connect podcast. Right. Um. Uh, Rico's a damn fool. Yeah, damn fool. That's uh, super <laughs> crazy. It's nothing. It's just some crazy stuff. It's real talk. <laughs> just know that. Uh, what else you got coming up? Man, we go. Um, I mean, we got a lot of stuff going on this year. Boss like Life I said, already passed. So. Boss Life Ball passed. We gonna have something for my birthday. We've been having a few meetings, trying to line a few things up, but ain't nothing just super confirmed. So we gonna we gonna you'll know in a few weeks. Definitely, man. Definitely, man. I appreciate you coming out, carving out a little bit of time for us, yes, man. Uh, tell Rico we sorry. He, he <laughs> I'm gonna tell him it's your fault. Yeah, bro. tell him it's our fault. All right, man. We out, bro. On the ride.